1: your Bibles, go ahead and take them out however you get them in book form or electronic form and find your way to Joshua chapter 1 verses 9 and 10. I just want to say at the start before we get into the family meeting, before we get into anything, how honored I feel and blessed I feel to have been able to serve as your pastor for the last 14 years. I, I don't know what happened? I know I didn't do anything to deserve such a wonderful congregation to be a part of. Uh, but I know that God has blessed me through you all. And I am, I am just so honored and so blessed to have spent 14 years of our lives together, serving here in Portage and Kalamazoo. And I look forward to more years to come. I want to make that very clear. I'm go, we're going on sabbatical, which means I'm coming back from sabbatical. And we'll be back and recharged and, and refreshed and reconnected as a family and look forward to being together in the fall and all that God is going to do that. I want to give you a few sabbatical items. If you're wondering about what's going to happen in the next uh, few months, you have some incredible speakers and musical uh guests that are just going to be phenomenal you are not going to want to miss a week i i scheduled speakers to come in that i want to hear and so i know that you're going to want to hear them you're going to get the very best i want to take care of you while i'm away and so make sure you plan to be here i want to let you know about growth advocates So you may be wondering, what if I have a question about, or what if I have uh, something, a concern that I, I want to do? I want to let you know, yes, Pastor Kyle is going to take on some additional responsibilities while I'm gone, but we don't want to overwhelm him. And so we're moving into this idea of growth advocates. now growth is, uh, is our acronym that spells out generosity response outreach worship teaching training and hospitality and so if you have a question about generosity uh, about giving or those kinds of things you need to talk to Steve Lyle or Jeff Harding uh, for response if you know that there's a way that the church can respond in our community and you have questions about that or you want to make us aware talk to Carla Hertz if there are ideas about outreach into our community that would be Lori Wiesner if you have que- questions. Questions or concerns about worship, that would be Ray Jenkins. Teaching, training, that would be Kimber Shore, our NDI president. And for hospitality, that would be Deidre Marks. So, any questions that have, make sure that's who you go to. Or if you serve in those ministries, that's the person that you want to communicate with. And if you have a question or an issue, Go to your advocate first, and then they will go to the staff, to Deidre, to Kyle, to Pastor Ray. um, And that's how this is going to balance out some things for us, and probably something that will continue just for good communication once I get back in the fall. Pastor Kyle and Pastor Ray are available. If you have suddenly find yourself in the hospital, you want somebody to come pray for you, or you need a visit, or you know someone who does, just contact the office. You are well Care for it. And I want to just say that right up front. I am so beyond blessed at the team that God has put together here at Cross Community Church with Pastor Kyle, with Deidre, with Pastor Ray. Can you just thank them for me in advance for all that they're doing? We are so, so blessed. I know that you're in good hands, not because of our staff, but because of the one whose church this is. It's not mine. It's not the staff. It's not the church boards. Hate to break it to you, it's not yours either. This is the church of Jesus Christ. And it's upon His works that we base everything. And so we know that he is going to do some amazing things this summer. Oh, I don't know where my slides went. Here we go. All right, Joshua 1, 9 through 10. And we're going to really focus towards the end of our sermon tonight today, uh, our, our report sermon. You know me, I don't like to do just regular reports. It needs to flow out of Scripture. So we want to see that happen as we go along. But we're going to look really intently at verse 10 here in just a minute. But hear the word of the Lord this morning from Joshua. This is God speaking to a brand new leader who is taking over from Moses. How would you like that job? And he says to Joshua in these verses, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people, Go through the camp and tell the people, Get your provisions ready. Three days from now, you, and that's a plural you, you all will cross the Jordan here to go and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. This is the Word of God for the people of God, both here and online. And our response is, thanks be to God. I want to talk with you about uh, this this passage and really throughout uh, this this last semester... Uh, I had the privilege of teaching our university-age students, our 18 to 27 group. And part of what we did was go through from Genesis all the way through to the end of Deuteronomy. We had a great time, but looking at this, this Old Testament journey of the children of Israel. And so as I was thinking about that, and as I was thinking about my report, I began to reminisce a little bit, not just over the last year, which my report will deal with, but really over the last 14 years and actually a little into the history that I've learned about since becoming your pastor that happened 25 years ago or so and how this really connects that Israel's story and our story have something in common. Now, it's not a one-to-one comparison. We've never been in slavery, but I want us to look because I believe that the Bible understands human beings in such an incredible way that we can look at the story of this group of people called by God, called the children of Israel, and we can begin to see some of our own story and more importantly what God is doing in our story as we look at this, this story from thousands and thousands of years ago. Are you ready to jump in? So the story starts in Genesis. At the end of Genesis, uh, the people of Israel are starving. There's a famine in all the land. But God has provided for Joseph to become second in command of all of Egypt and gives him a dream and a vision where they begin to save because they know that the famine is coming. And eventually... Joseph's family moves all the way. The children, the, tri- what, the ones that will become the tribes of Israel, move into Egypt near to be near to Joseph and to be provided for. And God blesses them with more and more increase. But then, circumstances change. And Israel finds themselves in crushing captivity. To the point that by the time we get to Exodus 1, through 8-11, we will see this. This is what is written in Exodus. Then a new king, to whom Joseph meant nothing, came to power in Egypt. Circumstances changed. Look, he said to his people, the Israelites have become too numerous for us. Fear begins to invade. Come, we must deal shrewdly with them, or they will become even more numerous. And if war breaks out, we'll join our enemies, fight against us, and leave the country. So they put slave masters over them to oppress them with forced labor. And it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Now I've already said, we have never experienced this kind of crushing captivity. But there are times when fears, when doubts, when frustrations, when conflict can create for us what we would call crushing captivity. It captivates our imagination. It captivates our emotions. It captivates and begins to squash the ways we feel even together as a church. And we have experienced that. We had some great years looking back 25, 26 years ago, way before I was your pastor. And, and, you know, there was just, God was moving in, not this sanctuary because it wasn't here, it was in that sanctuary over there and began to grow and grow and grow to the point that there was a need for this sanctuary to be built so that we could get people in here and things were just going well and we were seeing, you know, regularly about 400 people. But then something happened. The circumstances changed. Pastors left. New pastors came in. Frustrations mounted. People left. Things happened. And all of a sudden, we have a mortgage for a building that we built when we were running 400. And we began to dwindle and dwindle and dwindle and dwindle. And it began to capture and crush our imaginations, our emotions, our thoughts, And fear crept into the church. Am I okay to say that today? I know some of you were around in that time. I wasn't. But we began to wonder financially, what is going to happen? How are we going to make this? How are we going to continue? Is this the end of our church? But there's good news, because the story didn't end there for Israel, and it doesn't end there for cross-community, obviously, because you're sitting here today. But the good news is that God heard Israel's cry. God heard the cry of those of you who were a part of that crushing captivity here at Cross-Community Church. God always hears the cry of those who call to Him. We hear in Exodus 2, 23 and 25 that God heard their groanings and He made sure that He was going to do something about it. He doesn't just listen to the groanings, God prepares and makes preparation to rescue and to help. And God begins to do that and so Israel then begins to experience these crazy miracles that just happen throughout as God is releasing them from bondage in Egypt. You know some of these if you've ever watched the Prince of Egypt, if you've ever watched the Ten Commandments, any of those, you've probably seen these in live action. You remember the plagues on Egypt. Those are found in Exodus 8 and 9. Or maybe you remember the the dramatic parting of the Red Sea, where Israel walks through on dry ground, and when the pursuing Egyptians who are coming to recapture them go in, the sea closes over them, and God delivers them. They break out in song on the other side of the Red Sea, now free as the people of Israel. God provides them food in the wilderness, manna. This is bread-like substance that appears every morning, and quail that just fall out of the sky for them to have meat. God does some crazy miracles in seeing them free to move to where he is calling them. Now, we didn't see meat fall from the sky, thankfully. But God did some incredible things here at Cross Community Church in the process of setting us free from crushing captivity when people were gone and finances were slim all of a sudden here comes a someone who prepared in advance but didn't know we didn't know that their estate was going to leave money to help and that was enough that enabled us to make it through those lean years we began to see new leaders like Pastor Doug who came and, and got used in some incredible ways to just get us focused back, our, our hearts focused on who really was the champion and who was going to lead us through. You, you took a risk on a young 36-year-old guy who would never been a pastor before. You brought him in and we learned together and we walked this journey as God continued to set us free. But that wasn't the end of the story for Israel. As they were walking around, they also confused who their champion was. I mean, for sometimes they blamed Moses. Why have you led us out here in the wilderness to starve? We had cucumbers in Egypt. They had their eyes on, they thought Moses was their champion and you're the one leading us out here. But later on, they're at the mountain where God is right up there on top of the mountain. And while Moses is up there, they build a golden calf and say, Behold, here's who led you out of Egypt. They got their eyes focused on a thing. Instead of the one who had set them free with those crazy miracles. And yes, Moses' ego even gets in the way. You know that's that's the issue with the, at the end in numbers 20:10. It's not that he struck the rock instead of speaking to it like God told him. It was the speech that he gave as he was striking the right the rock. He says, "Must we give you water in the desert?" He equated himself with God who had provided. And out of that, he, he does not see the promised land. But it is Joshua who leads them in. We've done that. We've been there, haven't we? We're people. We have seen these things happen. We've been confused about who our true champion is as well. If, fill in family name, leave, we're doomed. We've done that, we've said that, Oh, and we've chased after them and tried them and just led right back into bondage. Oh, there's nobody like Pastor, insert name. If only they had stayed, if only they were there, if only they would do. We can get into that mindset of confusing. And yes, pastoral ego can creep in. I'm a human being like you. And it's important that I remember that good things do not happen at Cross Community Church because Jeff McVeigh is the pastor. I'm not the champion. God is the champion. And we're called for that. This is part of why sabbatical is so important. This is why I'm not taking a sabbatical. I'm being sent on sabbatical. By the board and by yourselves. Now, I want to be clear. The board didn't think I was being egotistical and I need to go. Maybe they think that. I don't know. (laughs) They didn't say it. But it's important. A sabbatical is a reminding grace for me as a pastor that the church isn't blessed because of me. The church is blessed because of who our champion is. And when I step away with my family, yes, I'm recharging, renewing, reconnecting with my family on a deep level, but the purpose of this is also to remind me that this is His church, and I am simply a servant of Him, my true champion. And as I step away, I am just excited to see what the champion is going to do among you all while I'm gone. And I want to be humbled and awed by what God does through you while I'm not doing anything. (laughs) I think it will be wonderful. It will be amazing. And I want to just say to you graduates who are here, never forget who your champion is. There will be things that you have to cross, rivers that you have to cross, things that you have to do to enter into the future that God is calling you. But never forget, it is He, your champion, who does the blessing. And we need to keep that. You need to keep that at the forefront of who you are becoming and what you are striving after. That your champion goes forward before you, prepares the way, he just invites you into the process with him. Don't forget that, graduates. The children of Israel then accepted new challenges. They were going to have to cross in. They were going to have to go into this new land. They were taking new leader, this new leader, Joshua, who they didn't know. They just knew he was a positive guy. When they had sent scouts into the land before, there were, there were a bunch who came back and said, we can't go in there. But Joshua and Caleb were like, no, God is with us. We can do this. That was the only qualification he had, and it was enough. And God was calling him to lead these people, this new leader. They were going into a new land where things were going to be strange, and there were things they were going to have to participate in and do. There was a lot of what could be anxious for them, but they kept the focus. And God reminded Joshua to tell them right away, I want you to read, I want to read this to you again. This is what Joshua tells the people after God tells him, I will be with you wherever you go. Three days from now, you all will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. They finally understand things correctly. They know that they must do the crossing. But remember that God is the champion. They must do the crossing. But remember that God is the champion. And this has been happening here too as we have journeyed away from the, captive, the crushing captivity. As we have begun to see who the true champion is, we begin to see that this is happening here too. We have embraced new leaders like Deidre and Kyle and Ray and, and you brought me in here a long time ago and, and you have embraced us and taught us and helped us. We, we crossed into new territory with things like the 10-4 vision and we leaned into that. We saw God do some amazing things and new adventures as we grew through a pandemic and created an online campus and began to do things in brand new ways. We've been seeing that God is calling us to do the crossing. But remember that He is our champion. I think we should say that together. Let's say this line together. I don't have any Greek or Hebrew words for you today. So this is what we're going to do. And whenever you see this on a slide, we're going to say it together. Because I think it's our cry as we move into this sabbatical adventurous summer. That, let's say it together. Ready? One, two, three. We do the crossing. God is our champion. That was pretty good. Let's try that one more time. We're not going to do it three times, just twice. Ready? One, two, three. We do the crossing. God is our champion. And this has been continuing through today, and I believe it will continue on into the new year. But let's look back, shall we? It's been pretty incredible to see these highlights. And I won't hit everything. There has been so much that God has done through you and through us together that has been so much fun. But we started off last summer with our VBS, and we, we had nearly a 100 kids come in from our we care and from our community, and that was just a phenomenal, phenomenal time. We had DJ Cupcake there. I mean, it was... It it was pretty phenomenal. And I just want to say thank you to Lori Wiesner and her team, because they did an amazing job. Can you thank them? And I just want to let you know that this summer, VBS is coming again. Hero Hotline is going to be incredible. You're not going to want to miss it. August 1st through 5th, if you've got kids and they have friends, their friends should be invited to come and be a part of that, and we need your help. So please volunteer and see Lori or call the office and say, I'm going to be there. I want to help out. Because, why? One, two, three. we do the crossing. God is our champion. This year we saw our student ministry. A couple of our students started Lotus, which was a service organization that they put together on their own, Kaylin Smith and Emma Miller. And through Lotus, we gave a lot of supply backpacks for school kids in another district. We collected, I believe, 25 or 30 Thanksgiving meals for struggling folks so that they could have a complete Thanksgiving meal. And you all gave to that. They just organized and made sure it got where it needed to go. That was incredible incredible. Our men's ministry with Paul Baum and John Steenhoven, we've done monthly breakfast. We've had Faith with Feet where they've worked here in uh, in the church or in our community, helping those around us. We've had Sunday school classes that have done some of that as well. Uh, For men's ministry, I want to let you know we have a men's retreat coming up. You need to put it in your calendar now, October 13th through 15th. You're not going to want to miss it. And if you want any more details, see Pastor Ray, because he's going to get some organizing in motion as I am gone this, this fall. Because, why? One, two, three. We do the crossing. God is our champion. We also reached out to Haverhill Elementary. We did socktober because kids come with wet feet and there's nothing more distracting than having wet socks while you're trying to learn. So if they came like that, we could help them out and help the school. We've given to the Gospel Rescue Mission, assembled toiletries and things that they need down there. We've done five funeral dinners and, and just wrapped our arms around people who are hurting, making sure that they had food for the funeral and one less thing to prepare for. We do this because why? Because one, two, three, we do the crossing and God is our champion. Our We Care Preschool Ministry. I can't say enough about our We Care Preschool Ministry. I want you to know we have ministered to literally hundreds of children and their families throughout this year. And they're getting ready for SCAMP to start again where it's even, I think it's near 200 kids, will be in our building Monday through Friday learning about the good news of what God has done and being prepared for school. And through that ministry we did a harvest festival and that was open to the community. We also did pancakes with Santa for our community. We provide they provided upgrades to this facility. Carpeting, new windows in, in the gathering place, new flooring back there. You ought to see it. It's it's incredible. It's amazing what God has done for the church through them. And most importantly, fifteen children accepted Jesus as their Savior last Wednesday in chapel. That's phenomenal. And so I want you, I know Jen is giving her time on Sunday as well, doing our children's church ministry. But if you're a teacher in our week Care or you're a part of our week Care board, would you stand for a second? We just want to thank you. Anybody here? Yes. Some of our teachers, our workers. Yes. Thank you. Board members. Awesome. This was a vision started way, way back to have this ministry. And we're a part of it, and we see it continue. Why? One, two, three. We do the crossing. God is our champion. This year, we saw small groups. We had 18 new small groups with 17 different leaders. That's awesome. These are so vitally important. And I want to put a plug in because coming this fall, we will be launching even more groups. This is a great way to learn and deepen your faith. And it is an incredible way to also get to know people, to to learn together, to share together, to have fun together, to laugh together. These are important parts of the church. And I'm excited that we saw 18 and we had 17 teachers. And so we're excited For you to be a part of everything that is coming this fall. So can we have Pastor Kyle stand and Kimber Shore and any of, if you taught a small group this year at any point, would you stand up right now? Because we want to thank you. Phenomenal. Yes. And we continue to create small groups. Why? Because we're called to one, two, three. We do the crossing. God is our champion. And lastly, I want to talk about giving. Because it has been an incredible, phenomenal year. I want you to know that we paid our missions giving in full. That means we're supporting the missionary work of the Church of the Nazarene in 160 some world areas and we did our part we paid in full what we were called to give we supported our university all of that nazarene university in full we supported our district the michigan district in full and we supported our retired pastors with pensions and benefits our portion in full that's incredible that's in good news And oh, by the way, in January, we started our generosity journey. On the last Sunday of January, we started that just a few short months ago. If you weren't here for that, I just want you to know, generosity journey, we're raising $100,000 by August of 2024. Some of that is for, uh, delayed maintenance, like roof and speakers that, wouldn't you love to be able to hear that beautiful, those beautiful voices singing a little better? Uh, we, we're gonna do that and to jumpstart two, missions trips, one here in the states and one that will go international. We believe that's important what God is calling us to. And we we put that out and we asked for pledges and some people giving one-time gifts and those kinds of things. And I want you to know that as of today, 62 people and families are participating. That is incredible. That is phenomenal. Before we even get to talking about the money, I am just so excited that there are 62 different people or families that are participating in this journey, that we're in this together, and we're all going to give. It's not about equal giving. It's about equal sacrifice, and you all have taken up that challenge, and it's so good. All right, so let's see. What has come in so far? In the bank that has already come in, checks cashed, cash in hand, is $50,529.14. We're halfway there, and if we take that that amount that is already in the bank and put it with the pledges of what has still to come in, we have already raised eighty nine thousand three hundred and one dollars in pledges. So we are near. We are very close. We only need ten thousand six hundred ninety nine more in pledges for August of 2024. I figured this out. That means if we have 11 more people give an extra $17 a week between now and August, we've got it. We've hit it. And so I I want to be the first. We're going to give 17 more dollars. We've pledged. We've been contributing and doing that. But I'm giving 17 more. If you're going to join me, then write it down. let Let somebody know in the office. And let's get this done. We believe God is calling, and we know what. Here we are one, two, three. We do the crossing. God is our champion. Isn't it amazing? Now we move into the summer where I'm going to go and recharge and renew, be renewed, and reconnect with family. What is God calling us to to cross into? as He is our champion. I want to let you know about the Summer Invitation Adventure. The adventure needs to continue, even while I'm gone. You have a list of phenomenal speakers all summer long. You're not going to want to miss them, but why come alone? Why come just you and your family? Who will you invite to come with you? Kids, this could be VBS. Students, any of the activities, you can bring guests along with you. Let them get to know the people. And then maybe, just maybe, when they know those folks, they'll be willing to say yes to come on a Sunday. I would love nothing more, here's my challenge, I would love nothing more than have to do an entire membership class to explain about cross-community and what God is calling us to in this month that I get back. Because God has worked through you, and you have crossed those rivers, and maybe they weren't rivers, maybe they were your street, maybe they were your driveway, maybe it's the next cubicle over in your office, maybe it was a friend, maybe it was a family member, and you said, hey, you ought to come with me, there's some good things happening at Cross Community Church, will you... Enter into the challenge. Why would we do this? Why? One, two, three. Because we do the crossing. And God is our champion. And our champion is calling us, folks. Our champion is leading us on. Will we keep on crossing as He keeps on calling? I want us to let the adventure begin. Are you ready? Respectfully submitted, Pastor Jeff McVeigh. Thank you. Thank you. You can be seated. He's the champion. I want to thank a couple more people just before uh, we move into this last portion of our service together. I couldn't do anything that I do without the help of my family. And so I am so grateful for my wonderful partner, Lori, and uh, I'm just so grateful that we do this together. And that I get to come home to a safe haven place every night of the week. It is such a wonderful thing. And so thank you for your support and your caring. And Jackson, who is sick today, you know, finish school and get sick. First day of summer. But uh, what an incredible kid he is. I'm just so honored to be his dad. And so thank you, Lori and Jackson, uh, for your love and for your support. And I also want to thank my mom, who is here. Because every Thursday she feeds us, which is so wonderful. But she also is such a a prayer uh, warrior for me and for my family. She prays. You guys know her. She's a group leader. She's concerned about the church. And my family is so supportive. I'm so grateful for my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, who watch online. So hi, Mom, if you're watching. But uh, what an incredible family I have been blessed with. And so I just want to say thank you to them as we as we close and as I finish my report today. All righty, we are going to move into something because this sabbatical is something we do together. And so there's going to be a part for you to read. Then you're going to read along with Deidre. She's going to represent the congregation. Lori's going to come up with me. And we're going to be when it says Pastor. Uh, and then there's someone who is a leader who is going to be a leader and that's going to be Pastor Ray is going to read those parts. And so we'll do this together. Um, let's all stand together. We got to stand. So you got to stand. So uh, let's stand together and let's read this responsive reading together.
2: Today, we wish God's blessing upon Pastor Jeff, Ori, and Sergey Jackson. As they begin their sabbatical time for renewal. This is a time for refocusing, remembering,
0: and again renewal. With me this morning, as you journey, we ask God to guide you in all you do.
1: God's peace be with you as I leave to walk in new places to renew my spirit, my ministry, my family, and my life.
0: God, live with you while we are away from one another.
1: God's blessings be on you while I am gone from you during your time of renewal and sabbatical.
0: This is our time to renew our spirits, our ministries, and our church life. During this time, we will be going through a prayer journey for you and one another, and we will be seeking God ourselves this summer so we too can grow in ministry.
1: I thank God for my ministry with you over these 14 years, and I thank you for the gift of this renewal time that you've given to me.
0: May you experience the gift of spiritual growth in your journey.
1: I pray these gifts for you also.
0: God, grant you a trusting heart as you plant your feet and heart in new places. We send you forth with our blessing.
1: And as a symbol of our mutual time of renewal, I pray my presence will be with you in prayer and spirit even during our absence from one another.
0: And we will pray for you while you are away.
1: As we will pray for you.
0: We pray that you return on September 5th,
1: (laughs) renewed
0: and energized with ministry.
1: And with God's blessing, I know that you will grow also. This is a time of refocusing, remembering, and renewal, seeking the future God has for our ministries at C3NAS and our lives. And we
0: now also welcome our associate, Pastor Kyle, who will be our spiritual leader and take care of all of our pastoral needs during Pastor Jeff's sabbatical time. We pray for you... And look for your guidance and leadership as we look at your own identity during our time of renewal.
2: From all the daily tasks of being the pastor. As well as the excitement of the new insight, Lord, and new direction that you will give him. Grace him with your presence and keep him steadfast in faith while we are away from one another. Oh Lord, be with our associates.
1: Well, I typically send you out with blessing, and I want to do that, but don't forget to get a cupcake and welcome and congratulate graduates. Stick around. There's food back in the gym. We want you to be here. But let me, let me send you out with blessing. And now, brothers and sisters, may we all remember, let's say it together again, we do the crossing. God is our champion. I pray that you will hear the champion's voice, that you will follow and do the crossings that he calls you to. I pray your blessing, that God blesses you during this time while we're apart from one another. We love you. We can't wait to be home. And we can't wait to hear all that our champion does in and through you while we're gone. Go in the name of the Father who is for us, in the name of the Son who is with us. And in the name of the Holy Spirit who is in us, one God forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week. Folks joining us online, thank you for being here. May God bless you. We'll see you in September.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Cross Communities Podcast. We hope you will join us next week.